he's a he's a gentleman and a scholar. <laughs> he is neither of those things. <laughs> you are listening to Irrational Confidence, a weekly conversation about technology, entertainment, sports, and whatever else runs through our heads. This is episode number seventeen. I am Nicholas, and with me, as always, is my best buddy, Brandon. Look at you flipping the script on hey, the man. open. Whoa. I know. Hey. Look at that. We're, it's a new year. It's a it's a new open. We're trying to get some of that fat sponsorship money. That's true. I guess uh, just leading with us isn't enough to, to procure us any uh, additional funds. Well, huh? you were working on, what, PepsiCo and Geico? <laughs> no, Schlitz Malt Liquor. Schlitz Malt Liquor. I was going yeah. the PBR route. Okay. Wow. That was my beer. <laughs> that was good. All right. So, uh, you know, I just need a little liquid courage here insert, for this. Insert beer name here. <laughs> Actually, it's an Angry Orchard, so it's oh, even okay. better. Cool. They're excellent. They're very good. I haven't tried uh, highly, I highly recommend it if you have the means. We're, it's almost shandy season. It is. You know, I think uh, what's coming up, March? It's sometime in March, I yeah, think. Uh, I think so. That was, I saw that got tweeted out that uh, we're going get, to be getting the shandy in, in March. So I'm very excited about that. That's, It'll be warring at uh, at our local food line. That's going to be nice. Between me and uh, and some of my neighbors to, to get the shandy. You got to get in there. Get that stuff. You got to load up. You got to <laughs> load up. Load up. Cool, man. Podcast time! It's time for a podcast. It is. It is a full slate tonight. It's well past time for a podcast. Yeah, it is. All right, let's jump into some news and follow-up, shall we? All right, let's roll. All right, one one kind of interesting bit of news. Last week, we talked about the uh, the the MacBook Pro, the MacBook Air, when to buy stuff. Yes, and we told yes. people not to buy the MacBook Pro and MacBook Air yet. And that turned out to be really good advice because they updated them the next day. See what I'm saying? You listen to EarCon Pod, and we make shit happen. About six hours later, they update them. It was a minor update. Um, It was just incremental updates to the processor and the hard drives. Nothing major. But they did update them. I thought that was kind of funny. So So does that mean they're not going to have another update in June? Or why would they... I think it's just like a mid-cycle update. I believe. But, hey. So what do they do with the other computer? I mean, the computers have already ran into the production. Do they just... Do they, um, do they still sell those at, at a cheaper price? Or I know there's like a if you buy it within a certain number of days, you could take it back. Yeah, they did have that. Was it like ten or fourteen days or something like that? If you had right. bought it, you could take it back and get a new one. I don't know what they do with the old ones. I don't know if they sell those to. I don't know. Is it is it like when? Uh, well, that's what I'm. Yeah, exactly. So you know when you know the Super Bowl or the NBA Finals, and you're down in the final game or whatever, and you've got you know. Either team could win, especially like right. when it's a game seven. Yeah. So you've got championship, uh, you know, regalia for All both those for both Super squads. Bowl champion San Francisco 49ers shirts. Yeah. So they get they get shipped to Uganda or you know Zimbabwe or Djibouti with and, a bunch uh, of old MacBook Airs. There you go. So they, they use, get they use the same hey, plane economies of scale. There you go. You get a 2013 San Francisco 49ers Super Bowl champion and a MacBook Air to go with it. That's right. It's, it's a win-win. Whoo! <laughs> so, end of, uh, or to sum that up, keep waiting till June? <laughs> yeah, I still wouldn't buy one. Okay. Um. Yeah. It. I mean, it's they're pretty minor updates, and so it, it really doesn't change what we said. I just thought it was really ironic that we said it, and then the very next day, well, hey, that, they updated that, That's what happens. You that's know, what happens, we talk. We're on, we're on the cutting edge right here. 
we talk and uh, and things and, and Tim things Cook listens. Yeah, exactly. You know, we are uh, we have the pulse on the world, and uh, everyone everyone listens in. You can tell by our amazing number of downloads. Our finger is on the pulse. It is. It is there. All right, man. So uh, let's see. Well, we got we got a whole bunch of news though. Okay, right. what's what do we got? All right. Uh, big big news week. Big news week. Big news week. Maker's Mark Bourbon. They announced that uh, they were going to water down their bourbon. They, to meet rising global demand, they were going to lower their uh, the alcohol content of their bourbon from 45% to 42%. And the internet went ape shit. What's the, up, what's the upside to that? There, the upside, there really isn't any. Uh, they could sell more. Right, but I don't mean, you... Thing, isn't If there's more demand... You know, I mean, obviously, if you're looking at it from a supply demand economics perspective, right. like if you're if people want your bourbon and the problem is that you can't get it to them fast enough, I'm pretty sure they'll wait or pay more for exactly. the shortage of bourbon that's on the shelf. So I don't understand what the problem exactly. was. They got they got three options if there's increased demand because, you know, they can't really make more because it's bourbon. It has to age. So they get three options. They can either water it down and sell it for what they're selling it now. They can just make less. I mean, or or make the same amount and and sell less, or they could um sell the same amount for for more. They could increase the price, and they decided that out of those options, the best option was to water it down. Stupid. And of course, all of their customers were like, "No, that's the stupidest option." Yeah, that's the least. Yeah, so they changed their mind back, and they're just gonna sell it for the same price at the same strength. And it's just going to be harder to get it, <laughs> which all the customers were like, that's fine. Like they even said that in their statement. They were like, we heard from customers that they would be fine going without from time to time. Like, yeah, exactly. There's right. a lot Maker- of bourbon on the market. Exactly. Well, and Maker's Mark is more of a higher end. I mean, people that are buying Maker's Mark are not, they're going to the store to buy Maker's Mark. They're not right, walking exactly. down the aisle at the ABC store or wherever you're purchasing your lovely liquors and saying, okay, what bourbon do I want? Oh, what's this thing with the red candle wax on it? Maybe that would be nice. Yeah, what's this thing that's 50% more than these other bourbons? Maybe I'll which, get that. Which No, they which, want that. Yeah, exactly, which is why Twitter went crazy and the internet went crazy because you got people that are loyalists and people exactly. that, you know, we have those friends that they love makers, they drink only makers, and so that's obviously going to cause some problems. You're going to have and to branch out, fellas. You're how did you not see problem. that coming? It's just I, I don't I don't know. It's just completely bonkers to me. I don't know. Yeah, that's but funny. they I, have I, retracted. They're they're not going to do it. So well, now it's hilarious because it's I I don't even know if I trust them anymore. I'm going to start drinking something else. I, hey, there's a lot of good bourbon options out there. There's a lot of good bourbon options. I mean, makers makers mark is good. You know, it's 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 you a your good Woodfords. You got your Eagles. Woodford. I, I enjoy Woodford. Uh, you got your Buffalo Trace is a great bourbon. I don't know if I've had the Buffalo Ooh, Trace. It's yummo. Mm. So, yeah. Um, you'll still be able to get your Maker's Mart. It just is that Canadian? Be... No. Oh, okay. It's bourbon. It's from Kentucky. I don't know. Those Canadians have been pawning off some stuff on you lately. What are you talking about? Yeah, they like to sneak, they like to sneak that bourbon name in on some of their whiskey every now and again. <laughs> That's illegal. Yeah, well, it's Canada. What do you expect? So, uh, okay. Uh, more news and follow-up. Are you ready? So so, so to, to sum that one up, yay, Makers is the same. the same. Boo, we're not going to be able to get it. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yay, capitalism. Yay, capitalism. <laughs> uh, we talked about the uh, the mailback, mailbox app. Uh, I don't oh, yeah, yeah. Was it last Let's, week or week before? I can't remember. I think it was last week. Let's see where I'm at currently. Because oh yeah! Si- you're, since you're... I since I did not get a heads up, you didn't get a heads up. In since I didn't get a heads up, and I signed up exactly when you sent that tweet out about signing up early for shit. So let's see where I'm at right now from that timely early tweet that he, you know, that someone sent out to uh, to give his friends notice about that. I'm at uh, twenty eight thousand. Oh, you're getting there. You'll be in. Yeah, there's seven hundred and seventy nine thousand five hundred and fifteen people Holy behind me. Crap! Are you serious? Wow. Yeah. It's, uh, it's counting down, so hopefully in the next week. Yeah, you'll get in. It won't be long. Um, so I feel, yeah, like, I, feel talk- I feel so excited about it. It's really good. I have to say, it's really good. I guess how many emails I have in my inbox right now? How many? None. Oh, see, I'll probably have five million because it's None. my Gmail account that yeah, I never check. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, you'll be surprised. None. None. I don't None even. I've one. never. I don't think I've deleted an email in my Gmail account in like six years. Wow. It's just sitting there. They're just all sitting there. <laughs> so yeah, we so, talked about it, and um, we talked, and and you had a discussion with uh, Gentry Underwood on the Twitter. Um, I did about Johnny Appleseed. About Johnny Appleseed. Because- well, he um he was on a, a podcast called The Frequency uh, last week, week before it was episode eighty two of The Frequency, and they asked him a bit about the privacy details. I know you and I were talking about uh, having Google and Mailbox see your emails. Um, yeah. He addressed some of the privacy concerns, and it was a really interesting discussion. Um, we got a link to it in the show notes. It starts at uh, around 32 minutes into the podcast, but um, he said that they're fully compliant with Google's privacy stuff. They like went through Google to get the, the okay to do all this stuff. They never see your password. They use um, OAuth, so they don't see your password. Um, the only people that see your password are Google. And... Um, he also said that the way they've got their system that, set up—that makes me feel really good. Just well, just, just an aside you know, that you if know. you trust Google, you know, <laughs> yeah, you, whether or not you trust Google is a completely different agree uh, ball of wax there. But um, he said the way that their system is set up, the mailbox employees and the mailbox servers can't actually access the content of your emails at all. So really, uh, yeah. So it's just like they're they they process them, but it's more like a pass through, and they don't they never. Oh, see so them. they're. So they are in place uh, to because you know so that they can uh, so they don't have to talk to the to engineers right so they yeah they're people people they're they're people they're people persons yeah I don't know what the hell you don't don't understand about that I'm <laughs> a people person damn it so I get it so they're a conduit if you they will. are conduit yeah they're an, and, they're an email conduit and, and you know it, the the thing if once you once you use it a little bit and even if you look at the video you can kind of see that like the way that you use that they really don't need to see your emails because all they're doing is throwing them back in a folder or um or archiving them for you they really don't need to see it so um so there you go but yeah it's a really good interview with uh gentry underwood about how they you know decided to do all this and and some of the concerns and things like that it's a really good interview so i suggest people check it out if they have a chance cool yeah man okay moving on even more news and Follow up in news. I, I don't like we're we're really going at a at an exceptional well, we pace got a, here. We got a big we got a big show tonight. We do. We've got the we've got the Oscars. We, we got, got the Oscar Oscars. preview. But I, I I'm very impressed that we're just kind of we're kind of moving right along with news well, and follow up. I don't know if our listeners are are ready to, to we handle slow down and like waste some time for a while. Oh, I don't know if slow down, but and there's got to be some tangents we can go off of in a minute. So just keep that in mind as we move forward with this news and follow up. 
Yeah, more tangents, less content. There you go. That you know, that's always been our model for success, and it's worked for <laughs> us for almost seven months. So I say, why mess with it? Why mess with success? Um. Okay. Yeah. Uh. Next bit of news. It's a real, actually I get, the last two pieces of news are real super fast. Uh, Wreck It Ralph is now available on iTunes. Oh, okay. It. Oh, you did. Look we at you. It. Yeah. All right. The kid and I watched it. We enjoyed every single minute of it. Great I told movie. you. Told you. Yeah. One hundred percent right. Yeah. I mean, it's just a. It's a fun. It's a fun feel good movie. Especially. I mean, obviously, I'm sure Beatrix loved. I mean, I know Beatrix would have loved it. Um, was gonna love it. But I know, you know, just from our generation. Uh, the arcade games there, the shout outs, oh, God, the, so the nostalgia. I mean, it was just really, it was really fun. And it was just, it kind of made you feel like a kid again. It made you feel, brought back those memories of growing up. And, uh, it was just a fun couple hours. Great, uh, great cast. Oh, Ex- casting was perfect. Excellent cast. And I think that's obviously when you're dealing with, uh, you know, an animated movie, that's a big part of it. And, um, you can relate and really get into the characters and really see these people as them. So yeah, I'm glad you liked it. I loved it. Yeah, I thought it was really great. Um, yeah, do you get I, the Do you get the animated short as part of the iTunes package? No. Oh, boo! But I did see it. Obviously, you did, and we'll talk about I, yeah. that because it's nominated tonight. Yeah. So, um, I that's the one thing about buying um the Disney films, the Disney and Pixar films on iTunes is you don't get the short. Gotcha. Well, um, and I think that's. You can extrapolate that right too. That's the issue with buying a lot of stuff on iTunes. I mean, that's the one downside. Yeah, is you don't get that extra stuff. And I know um, I purchased uh, Argo because I wanted yeah. the wife and I wanted to see it, and uh, it wasn't available to rent for a couple more days. And and we wanted to have a movie night, and uh, I wanted to watch Argo. I was in an Argo mood. Uh, as you are, <laughs> as, as you are in a mood to uh, watch a movie about uh you know American uh, foreign service foreign service agents being uh being hunted down and uh, tried to you know try to kill tried to be killed so uh so the, you know I was in the mood for that as you were uh, but <laughs> great movie and worth worth every penny I'm gonna probably watch it again before the Oscars tomorrow night a very well done movie I will uh I will get into it a little bit later. Okay. But just to, just to talk about you because know, you brought it up about the content piece, you know that's obviously you know I think I don't know how much it was twenty bucks I guess, but uh, if I had rented it, you know, on DirecTV, it would have been like six, so it was really like a fourteen dollar difference. But you didn't get the extra stuff, the DVD, you know, if you like, if you're one of those mm-hmm. people that like the commentary, the behind the scenes, um, you know, the deleted scenes and all that stuff, which you know, some of these uh, DVD features are actually a really cool part and and can be a longer. And more involved than even the movie is. Yeah, uh, with, see Lord of the Rings for that. Yeah, Lord of the Rings. Uh, I'm sure the Bond movies have that. Uh, you know, The Hobbit. So I think a lot of these Avengers was like that. There were a ton of extra special features on there. So, uh, you know, something to consider when you're thinking about, you know, obviously that's the, the convenience of getting it on the cloud and getting it immediately uh, versus having to go buy it or having to keep something, that physical hardware that, you know, we're really moving away from. Yeah, you know that's my favorite part. I sit there, I click two buttons, Amen. and I'm watching a movie. Amen. That, it was awesome. I just said, you know, what do you want to watch tonight? And I was like, you know what? Argo's here. Okay, purchase. Boom, boom, boom in there. And now it's, and it's on my Apple TV, and, and that's why I love Apple TV. Yeah, and then if you want, which is this is what I do, is, um, you know, we might watch it on, you know, via the cloud on the Apple TV but not too long after that, I'll go into my iTunes account on the computer and I'll download it onto the computer so we don't have to waste our bandwidth if we want to watch it over and over again. Because if you have a four-year-old, 
you will watch these movies a thousand times. Yep. So you don't want to yeah, waste your bandwidth. Yeah, that's a nice feature uh, with the with the cloud and the fact that yeah, when you know you got the movies on there, and I can just I get on my iPad and I can just download movies right from the cloud. I don't even have to connect it to my computer yep. to to get the movies out that I want to. Like uh, like Fever Pitch, which is another one that's a uh, great movie. Great movie, and I know it's, it's well received movie. by everyone it's that funny. listens. Yep, it's it just it. it just sets up the baseball season so well. It sets up being a Red Sox fan so well, and I just can't think of a better movie. And I know it's so well received by you know almost all of our listeners. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, I have I mean, to say, I can't I can't start spring training. Amen. No. Without seeing nope. the scene with the two of them in the park. Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. 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 It's oh man, when you we were talking about that today, like that's what I oh. think of is every time you were, uh you tweeted something about uh. Being fat and overweight at, to to report yeah. to spring training, uh, and I, all all I think about is what they ask your opinion. They ask your well, no, no but not they really. could. Yeah, <laughs> but I think it. Oh, well, I think for us, obviously, it means a lot more because we went to spring training. Yeah. So I mean, now it takes on a whole new level. But it's definitely I have to watch it. I know I tweeted out that you know I it's added to my to do list for this weekend. I mean, with baseball, spring training, and the new MLB at bat app and uh, you know excellent. me getting me getting charged for uh, extra innings you know it was time to to add that to the list this weekend as, as next week is going to be pretty busy cuz I'm going to be out of town um well you so, got a you got a game to watch tomorrow afternoon you got uh, John oh, Lackey you shut your mouth tomorrow what did afternoon. I tell you about John what did I tell you about mentioning John Lackey uh, i believe you said every time i mentioned John Lackey i'm going to give I you a homework assignment homework. yeah and the hose <laughs> and the hose so you got it. You got a homework assignment for this Oscar podcast, but I have a I feeling. You, I have a feeling you didn't do it. I did to watch the uh, the Simpsons short. Oh, yeah, I watched you. it. It was good. See, you know what? This is this is our tangents that that I wanted. This, this is, is the tangents. We're we're talking about news and follow up, and we're already like eight minutes deep into the Oscar podcast. Love it. <laughs> we're still on the Rick at Ralph. So back to back to Fever Pitch. Uh, <laughs> watch it. Download it. Tweet about it. Bye. Uh, Yes, do Buy it do twice. what do what you can. You know what? They need to re-release that in 3D. Can we get an IMAX re-release? Now, do you have Do you have the original version or do you have the curse reversed version? Um, I have the curse reversed version. I don't know which. I one don't I have. have the original release. No, I because th- remember they they it came out and then they changed it. Oh, okay. The uh, the it was 2004 is when the Sox won the series, so they recut the end. Right. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah, but th- when did the movie come out? I think it came out. It came out after that, but there was an original version floating around somewhere. That oh, but that wasn't. Yeah. But it wasn't released. That's where I was confused. Right. Yeah, because right, right, right. I yeah. remember that because they'd shot it and then they had to go and reshoot, uh, and they had to go to. They had to go to St. Louis. Yep. Yeah, I remember that. So no, I think I probably have the curse reverse version. I don't know. I got it off of uh, iTunes a couple of years ago. Yeah, you and, probably um, got that version. Yeah. So so anyway, go watch Fever Pitch. It's a good movie. Yeah, I recommend everyone go watch that right now. Uh, and and Wreck It Ralph. Wreck It Ralph. Good film. It's fun a good film. Fun for the whole family. And uh, you know, it's and unfortunately, I think it's not gonna it's not gonna win this year in its category. But no, uh, no, I but, don't think it is. But um, but, but it film. is a great film. Yeah. Well, love seeing Zangief. Um, Zangief was great. Uh, and Doctor so Doctor Robotnik. Cool. Uh, yeah, and um, uh, M Bison. Yes, and, <laughs> it was so. And Cubert, poor Cubert, oh, got yep. unplugged. Poor Cubert, yeah, he um, always gets the short straw. 
The one warning about Wreck-It Ralph, though, uh, you will get the Sugar Rush theme song stuck in your head oh, forever God. and ever. <laughs> and I made the mistake of like pulling it up on iTunes to see if you could buy it. And I like I played it for like ten seconds, and like it was stuck in my head for the rest of the day. Oh, and Alan yeah. Alan Tudyk, oh. Alan Tudyk. Yes, he plays uh, uh, King Candy, right? Yes. yes, awesome, love it, man. Leaf on a win. It's so good. Uh, so go see Wreck It Ralph now. What oh, else? I uh, did want to say uh, it's available right now on iTunes and Amazon Instant. You, if you don't do the streaming, you can get it on DVD and Blu-ray on March fifth. Excellent. So there you go. go get it because it's good. Okay, one last piece of news, and then we can hit into uh, some this is, interesting topics. This is a funny piece of news. Uh, is it? This oh. is the this is the little one. This isn't the uh, <laughs> um the uh, PlayStation Four. Oh yeah, not yeah. so funny. Well, actually, it's kind of funny, but it is kind of funny. But you can. They go. had their announcement. Was it last night? I can't even remember. I didn't watch it. I had no, it was like it, it was a couple nights ago. Yeah, and um, they announced mo- the PlayStation Four. They said it's going to be out for the holiday season, but they it's not done. You can't see it yet. It's it was just really bizarre. Um I really can't imagine any uh, hardware announcement that I'm less excited about. But well, uh, I thought we'd mention it. So Well, and it just like the tweets that I saw come across and the internet buzz is just Oh, and this and it's gonna have Amazon and Netflix. Yeah, it's all and, like social and, and I'm like, okay. And you'd be able to connect to Facebook and I'm like, okay, I do could all do that, that with my four phone. yeah, I could do that well, and I could do it three years ago with Xbox. So I mean That's true, I don't know what I'm getting you know differently. Yeah, I think you can get Amazon instant and um why don't it's time Netflix on the PlayStation three. Th- there you go. Yeah, you can get all that stuff. It's time for Apple to I need an Apple controller. I'm telling and you, it's man. time to play some video games with the Apple TV. If they hooked up with Nintendo, can you imagine? They would destroy. Don't even get myself and destroy. some choice some choice listeners started on the the faults with okay. not getting on board with Nintendo. How can I not play Super Mario World on my iPhone? Can you imagine scenario? You can download classic Nintendo games such as The Legend of Zelda. Yes. Punch for, out. What? Four ninety nine. Punch out. Nice. Punch Mar- out. Yes. Mar- Mario Kart. Mario Su- the original Super Mario, Mario World. Excite Bike. I mean I loved Excite Bike. I mean, just these great tech mobile. Like, oh my gosh. Get, Can you, imagine? you would pay, I would pay for these games. Why yeah. aren't they why aren't they doing this? Nintendo is the, dying the on the vine. Is is selling yes. terribly. Terribly. They they it's just awful how bad they're selling. Well you and imagine you could if they had put that stuff on, on an iPad. Well, and I could three years ago. I could I had those games on my Droid. You know, my subpar cellular phone had an emulator, and I played Super Mario World and I played Punch Out on my Droid, and it was the saddest day. I mean, I love my iPhone, but to give that up. I mean, I love playing Super Mario World. It was awesome. Love playing Punch Out, and I had to give all that up to to move into the supposed next generation with the iPhone. But I don't understand why you can't get those games i mean the people that that's our you know our generation the you know 24 to the 34 people that are buying these phones every year and a half those yeah. are the people that bought those games had their parents buy those games and would definitely pay 4.99 to play super mario world god can you imagine how many copies of that they would sell it would be ridiculous yeah i, I don't get it i don't get it ridiculous so the playstation 4 was announced uh yeah, like I said, I haven't watched the thing. I'm going to, but it's like two hours long, so 
Yawn. Yeah, yeah, it's. I certainly can't say that I'm excited about it, but so we'll we'll follow up with that when they actually have something real to announce. So. You're you're your classic meh about it. I am very meh about the PlayStation Four, <laughs> and this as someone who owns a PlayStation Three and bought it like the day it came out. Right, you're like the only one of the only people I know that has gone through the. I mean, really, continually still has a PlayStation, had a PS2, has a PS3. Yeah, I mean, a lot of my friends were had always had Xboxes, had Xbox in college. Um, so it was, you were the you were my PlayStation guy, man. You were the dude that always had PlayStation. No, and Gran wow. Turismo, and oh yeah, I have to say that um, if there's one thing that kept me buying PlayStations, it was Gran Turismo. Right. So I've I've owned. Every single iteration of Gran Turismo. Are all of them better than the previous? Oh, yeah, man. Five is awesome. Yeah? Yeah. I still play it. Oh, well, that's good. Glad to hear. Still getting some uh, some use out of it. Yeah, but my I have to be honestly, though, my, my PlayStation 3 is basically, it's a Gran Turismo machine and it's a Blu-ray player. That's all it is. There you go. And huh? you know I'm legendarily too lazy to get up to put a disc in, so you can imagine how much use it gets. Well, yeah. You know, I don't even watch Blu-rays that much. I mean... I, it's very rare for I'm me. buying less and less. If I do get it, I'll get it on iTunes, but, you know, I'm just not buying as many movies as I used to, and, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I just don't... I mean, it's all streaming, right? I mean... Yeah. I'm looking on Hulu. I'm on, you know, Netflix. If it's not on Netflix or Hulu... Or the I Apple Store. on iTunes. Yep. Man, I'm I'm probably not gonna bother watching. <laughs> it's there so bad, go. but I'm just not. You know, welcome welcome to the future. I'd rather sit on my butt. So there you go. Wow, pounded through that. We did pound through that. Now we got some fun stuff. Oh, all right, let's do it. What's the fun stuff? Is this the fun stuff I was talking oh, about? Before? Yeah, it is. Okay, this is great. So this is this. this is awesome. So I came across this tweet that uh, was talking. I think it was. Was I think it was Slash Film? Um, was this no, 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 no. It was Entertainment Weekly. Funny enough, talking about how they're closing Hotmail, right? Yeah, Hotmail's going the way of the dodo, and so it was an opportunity for them to highlight some of uh, some of these other websites that are actually still uh, around and active, which is funny. Yeah. Uh, the Space Jam movie website. Space Jam. Great movie. Excellent movie. The the funniest thing to me about the Space Jam one. Is I, I it is really cool that Space Jam is um let me pull it up here because I'll never remember what it was but the I mean it is still cool that it's uh, that somewhere there's a server still hosting this <laughs> stupid website and <clears throat> what's really funny is if you look at the uh, where is it the press box shuttle where they get their news it says no Space Jam news at the moment <laughs> <laughs> like stay like, stay tuned stay tuned for your Space Jam news. But my favorite part is like they didn't fork over the money for spacejam.com or anything like that. The website is www2, the number 2. It's, you know, <laughs> when they went to www2, warnerbros.com. Warner Bros. Love space it. spacejam slash movie slash jam dot htm. Like this- they thought that was all necessary. Did you know that if you, uh, when you click on, so they're all listed in as planets, so yes. all these little icons. So one, if you go behind the jam, uh, it says, go behind the scenes of one of the most high tech, high concept, high flying films ever made. See there, I love. For, by the way, I love the HTML architecture here. It's yeah, great. it's it's a tiled background <laughs> of like s- pixelated stars with, and the, the script is red uh, times New Roman. 
See the early sketches of all new animated characters. Learn how megastar Michael Jordan got a big kiss from classic wisecracking hero Bugs Bunny. Watch as Michael Jordan plays basketball against many strange men in green suits and face masks who never appear in the film. Wow. This is comedy gold. You know, this that's where Andy Serkis got his start. Oh my gosh. Seriously? Uh, no. Oh. Not at all. Oh, look at so look at this. Bad. Okay, so you can go to the jump station and the jump station says click above to find out more about our sponsors and the various hip sites that make <laughs> WB online the jam in place that it is. Who wrote this? All right, this I got to is... I got to click on these links. Okay. Yeah, so the it's links great. are to NBA uh the Where's NCAA. That? Where's the links at? If you oh. you go to go up to the little image and click on the links. It <laughs> it's just it's a bunch of basketball links. Which I don't know if any of these actually still work or not, and um, and then animation links more on the making of Space Jam, Warner Brothers Animation, and Looney Tunes Karaoke. Oh gosh, okay, so oh, so, which isn't a lot is not live anymore. Oh man, this Can't one. Look at this. Karaoke. You click on Planet B Ball, and it says, "If you like basketball and you like to jam, go no further." <laughs> Space Jam isn't a, just about Michael Jordan meeting the Looney Tunes. It's about a slamming jamming game to keep the Looney Tunes out of a failed intergalactic theme park. Wow. This is so bad. I love it. Oh I love it. And I love everything about it. all like spinning gifts and oh, it's just so bad. <laughs> oh. So, okay. So this is uh, website one that they discussed. That's, that's really The bad. next yeah. one is the website for the movie You've Got Mail. Yeah, I didn't go to that. I was afraid to go Oh, to no, 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 no. You got to go to the site because okay. they actually, it's actually set up like a, uh, like a, oh, it's got like a, Hold on, I yeah, it. it's, it's set up like logging on to your AOL account. Oh my God. It so is. <laughs> oh my it, God. I they actually, it. they actually took some time with it. Oh my God. <laughs> So you gotta go to you can't do this. Game. You gotta go to you've got mail. Obviously, there's no apostrophe in there. Dot warnerbros. Dot com, and you too can witness the magic that is you've got mail. You gotta <laughs> click on uh, click the here for flash, and oh uh, once you do that, you yeah, are taken away through. to a magical world of old school computer technology. You, it and has a uh, link where you the rest can buy is history, video, my friend. And it takes you to wbshop.com. Oh, it's it's it is pretty awful, but the intro is pretty cool. So I would I'd recommend going to that. And not a terrible movie. I I enjoyed Greg Kinnear, so I enjoyed Greg Kinnear in that movie. Did you ever see You've Got Mail? No. Oh, it has a great Godfather reference. Going to the mattresses. Ah, oh, hmm. you know I could, I could just watch The Godfather. So yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. So yeah, you're right. I mean, the intro is really good, but the website's pretty sad. Uh, moving on, another website that you may not. What was that? Talked about the original tumblers. Yeah, Maybe you want Angel Fire and Tripod are still up. GeoCities is not up. <laughs> oh, GeoCities. GeoCities is down. I had like three different GeoCities sites from one from one time to another. Wow, uh, they're all gone now. Gone to the ether. I, I love their this one. Uh, high or heading primordial online journals. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Zanga Live Journal, Dead Journal. D- yeah, Live Journal still up. I don't um, remember Dead Journal. I remember Live Journal. I think I a few of our friends even had like Live Journal. Of course they in did. College. I, I never got into that, but people were hardcore about posting every day and stuff. I have to say, my favorite of these obsolete websites by far is dolkemp 96org Yes, but That's what's also favorite. nice is that it's not only dolkemp 96 but you can. Uh, there's a link there for uh, Clinton Gore 96 too. 
This is a really and if you great. and if you click on it, you uh, if you click on Clinton Gore ninety six, you actually get um, a nice little link that you can click on. And why is mine not coming up now? But uh, okay, here it is. So you get so if you click on the on next to uh, next to Bill Clinton, there's a little modem or whatever. Uh-huh. And, if, and if you click on oh there it is okay so if you click on that then it's a message from Clinton and it's hilarious it'll show you him like sitting at this old ass computer with all these wires <laughs> and it's this awesome message that he wrote that talks about net day in 96 and how and how in this day one fifth of all California schools were connected to the net on one day one fifth of them yeah <laughs> yeah 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 and uh He's like, I believe that libraries and schools should be given free basic connections to the internet so that every student and every adult will have free access to the wealth of knowledge it holds. Oh At la- and last month I proposed a hundred million dollar commitment to improve and expand the internet. Let's make ninety, let's make 1997 net year. <laughs> it's wow. great. So yeah, you got your Clinton Gore 96 and uh, like you mentioned, Dole Kemp 96. Dole so. Kemp is great. And I think my, f- uh, that's my favorite of these sites. My favorite thing on the Dole Kemp site. The crossword if, puzzle? The crossword puzzle is great. but if The, tri- you go to, the trivia? Go to Dole Interactive and go to, where is it? Trivia um, quiz. Trivia computer, quiz. Okay, computer. And you can get, you can get icons for uh, your... For you can get your, Elizabeth Dole. You can get an Elizabeth Dole icon. You can get a, a Jack Kemp no, icon. No, no, no. no, I want the dog. Oh yeah, you can get leader. You can get leader Dole. Yeah. Wow. It's, is he so, still? Oh, it's so good. Leader's not priced. Still not with us. Leader is probably. You know, all <laughs> dogs go to heaven. So. <laughs> yeah, Dom DeLuise taught us that. Yeah, he did. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Uh. So that's that stuff still up. Friendster is still up. Wow. And the funny thing about Friendster, it says it on here, and it's true. I went and looked. You can you can get a Friendster account now. You can sign up for a new Friendster account with your Facebook account. That's funny. Think about that for a minute. Hey, hey, and uh, Jib Jab. Jib Jab. I didn't know Jib Jab was that old. Yeah, it is. It, I remember it now. It's funny. It really starts to date us what you think about when Jib Jab came out. And I remember that George Bush and John Kerry uh, yeah. video. And I remember them doing stuff with a lot of different things that people could do their own Jib Jab videos. And... It just doesn't seem that old to me because I still see them every now and then. So, mm-hmm. And uh, Homestar Runner. Right. Did you were you not a Homestar Runner fan? No. Okay. I I watched looked at it a little bit, but it wasn't as big. I know my wife really liked it, and I know uh, Tom from Richmond is a big Homestar Runner. Loves the Trogdor, uh, you know, like you cartoon. Do. Yeah. So uh, that's funny. You can still uh, check out Homestar Runner and see what's uh, what's going on with there. Boom. So some funny uh, obsolete stuff. websites that you never know when you. When you're going to create uh, the magic of the internet, how long or you know how uh, how far reaching it's it's uh, gonna gonna go? Yeah, we'll have all these in the uh, in the show notes. So you can well, we'll have we'll just probably just have the main one so you can go look at them. There you go. Make them we, listen to the make them listen to the podcast. Yeah, they can you go. gotta look. You gotta listen to the podcast. Come on. Yeah, make them do the work. <laughs> all right, let's let's talk some Oscars. Hey, Are we ready? Are we ready? Hey, Brandon. Yeah. I got Oscar fever. Wow, really? Eh, it's kind of mild, but it's I, an Oscar fever. I hear you. I mean, Oscars are fun. I mean, obviously, you know, it's a little bit more serious and a little more pop and circumstance than the Golden Globes or the SAG Awards. And uh, I can feel, you know, you've got a fever and the only cure is uh, more Oscars. More huh? Oscars. 
Well, there you go. I think I think that we have that solved with this uh, ballot that you sent me. Yeah, we, I printed off the ballot. We definitely um, have more Oscars. I think it's like four-point font to get them all on the same uh, page there. It's very small. I've got my, uh, my, my old man glasses on right now. This. <laughs> um, yeah, I printed this out. It's, it's on IMDb. We'll put a link to it in the show notes so you can print off your own Oscar ballot and, um, and follow along. So we're, uh, yeah, and also keep us, uh, and keep us honest because here at Irrational Confidence, um, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, we talked a little differently. Yeah, we, we talked about this is a step up. This is a step up from the Golden Globes and the SAG Awards. So we're taking in, it more seriously. Yeah. So in that vein, um, we're gonna, we're gonna pull out all the stops for the Oscar podcast and we're oh, gonna yeah. say, uh, we're gonna have our, our predictions. Brandon's gonna have his. And Nicholas is going to have his, and uh, we're going to place a little friendly wager on that. Yeah, we are. Do we? What are we? What are we wagering? So uh, I came up with a couple of suggestions. I asked you. I gave you a homework assignment. Yeah, I couldn't think of anything. Seriously? Okay. I I, I, I honestly tried, and I couldn't think of anything. Okay, so I'm going to come up. Okay, so wow, it, literally, I came up with these in like three minutes. So that shows lack of effort, complete lack of effort. I'm just saying. So, uh, we'll ask that our listeners please do what Nicholas could not do in the three <laughs> days I gave him to come up with this. And, uh, I'm gonna come up like with. Four days. Right. So I'm gonna come up with, uh, exactly. Yeah. Dig the hole, babe. Dig the hole. <laughs> um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw out two suggestions and then we're gonna rely on our listeners for a third. And then, uh, and then what we'll do is we'll, uh, We'll come up with a consensus and and see, or maybe our listeners will prefer one of the two that I throw out and uh, won't even want a third. But um, we'll see where it goes in the next uh, forty eight hours. Yeah, since and, uh, and we're recording on a is, we'll we'll have to uh, we'll own up to it, and we're recording it, so you know we so it's have re- so it's official. There you go. So uh, we're recording course, on a Friday night, right? I'm the so one this will this so. <laughs> You just edit it out. Yeah. It never it happened. It was in the ether, Brandon. I don't oh. know what happened. You and your ether. Right? See, that, <laughs> now that's like your way station for scum and villainy. Yep. That's my Moss Eisley. <laughs> so suggestion number one was that the loser. So obviously we're going to say, you know, who gets the most correct, uh, the most winners, who correctly guesses the most uh, Oscar winners. Mm-hmm. The the person who is on the losing end must go see the the latest GI Joe movie. I think it comes out uh, the end of March. So they uh, mo- I don't know. I think it comes out March sure. March 29th. So go see they must go see GI Joe in the theater and they must live tweet it. <laughs> so that's that's suggestion oh, that's suggestion I number 1. Honestly hope that's the choice cuz <laughs> cuz I have a feeling I'm going to lose and and I, I'll be honest with you, and at the risk of people choose, not choosing it because I would enjoy it too much, that would be hilariously fun. <laughs> it would, whether whether I lose or not, I might do it. I anyway. might do that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's just G.I. Joe's is so bad. But I mean it's one of like and this one's gonna be even worse than the first one. The first one was at least watchable after like just to re- just like to watch it when it came on TV. Am I gonna have to go watch the first one to understand what's going on? <laughs> I hope so. I can't even get through the sentence. Oh, that's funny. No, probably not. I think it'd be better if you don't, because probably then you're better. just you'll tweet it as you know, with fresh eyes. Fresh eyes. So they'd be like, wait a minute, agenda. this this guy's doing this, and wait, wait a minute, I thought, <laughs> what? Why is she having sex with him? Because I thought she was with that guy. Wait, there's sex in GI Joe? Uh, you know, there's innuendos. Were they watching when I was playing with my GI Joes? 
Uh, <laughs> maybe they're taking notes. <laughs> they're, taking notes. They're, they're taking production That's notes. Where they got the script from? Uh, suggestion number two uh-huh. was that so we also talked to, good. We talked, yeah, we talked about going to see the Jurassic Park release together. Yes. Um, in IMAX, and so we're saying the loser must go see the Jurassic Park re-release dressed like Ian Malcolm. I might do that in either way. <laughs> so that's like all black, right? <laughs> I Glasses. Think- I think I told you this on, on, on Twitter. I think I have a jacket like that. There you go. I think. I have okay. Like, all right. Nick finds a way. He <laughs> will find a way. Oh, so that, yeah, so there good. are two suggestions. If uh, So we want your feedback. If you like either of those or if you have any more that you wanted to throw out there, uh, hit us up on uh, on the Twitter, you know, obviously yeah. at uh, at Pod, um, and uh, let us know. Uh, hashtag Oscar bet. And, yes. uh, and uh, let us know what you think. So let's get that trending in the next, four, you know, 48, 30, 36 to 48 hours, depending on, uh, how, uh, you know, good you are at doing your editing and getting this out to yeah, the masses. Yeah, try to get your, uh, your votes for the wager in before the Oscars start. Yeah, that would be, uh, well, that would be ideal. I, I hate for me to get, I hate to get halfway through the Oscars and it'd be obvious that I'm losing and then you guys choose. Well, let's, uh, you know, what, seven o'clock, we'll make a decision by 7 p.m. On Oscar night, seven p.m. Oscar. So please get your either your suggestions for another uh, bet that we will uh, that the two of us will have to agree on, and um, or if you like one of the two that I suggested, either the GI Joe live tweet or the Ian Malcolm dress up, um, then uh, then we'll go with one of those. But uh, you know, voice your opinions there. So seven o'clock Sunday night, that is when the the ballot will be uh, will be read. So we'll find out. It. What embarrassing thing Nick will have to do? <laughs> Probably. I don't know though. I don't know. It's, some of these categories are really interesting. Yeah, so, yeah. so let's go through. Uh, we're gonna go bottom to top, but, like we do, <laughs> and uh, save the best for last. So, uh, but first, before we do this, I did want to um, talk a little bit about some of the movies that that we're gonna discuss, if that's okay. Now, I don't know how many. If you're just looking at the best pictures, how many of the best picture movies? Have you seen this year? The, I have the, seen. I think there are one, two, three, nine nominated this year. There are, and I have seen one of them. Really? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, I saw Les Mis on stage, so. That doesn't count. Mm. Three. Four. I read an article about them killing Bin Laden. So, so maybe I will Maybe I will win this handedly because I've seen five. I've seen Argo, Zero Dark Thirty, Les Mis, uh, Silver Linings Playbook and Django Unchained. So I have. Uh, I've been... I think I'm less biased. <laughs> okay, so yeah, maybe you could play that card. <laughs> um, Argo is very good. You need to watch Argo. I, I would rec- see it. Yeah, I think you will really like it. It's very well done. Uh, Alan Arkin is very good. I love Alan. And there's a really awesome line in Argo that Alan Arkin uh, speaks that I I don't want to ruin for you. So I want you to watch it, and then we can have some fun with it on the podcast. So okay. let me know when you see that. Um, do. I did talk Zero Dark Thirty, so I did tweet a little bit about that when I went with uh, some friends and saw that a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. That was a really intense movie, and it was long. I think I said it was like eight minutes less than Django, which we... Django was a long movie. Django was really long. This was just a little bit less, and it took a long time to develop. But Jessica Chastain was absolutely amazing in it. She's a great actress. Yeah, she was phenomenal, and she carried that movie. And it was a really, 
it was an interesting transformation for her. So in the beginning of the movie, she's this really like green CIA agent, not really been out in the field at all. And then by the end of the movie, she's this really hard edged, you know, go getter, badass woman in the field that no one wants to fuck with. So it was a, it was a really nice transformation by her character and she played it very well. I feel like there's going to be some issues with her and we'll get into it in her category um, with best actress because she is uh, there. You know, obviously it's combined now as opposed to in the Golden Globes. She won for best actress in a drama and Jennifer Lawrence won for best actress musical or comedy. But now they're they're thrown together. And, you know, uh, you know, I've got some uh, got some views on that. So we'll get there. Um, The other movie I wanted to, to hit real quick that I'm not sure if you saw was Flight. I haven't. It's just on my wa- list. I really want to see it. Just watched that last week uh, with the wife and actually really enjoyed it. Um, yeah. You know, some issues with the plot and the, you know, flying a plane upside down stuff. But just in terms of character, I mean, I think Denzel Washington did an excellent job. And I, I mean, I can tell they know exactly why he was nominated for Best Actor. And when you watch that movie, you'll tell. I mean, he delivered a really strong performance. Mm-hmm. And uh, John Goodman has a really funny part in there. This is like the year of John Goodman. He was in, he was in, uh, he was in Flight. Uh huh. He was in Argo. Mm-hmm. And he's going to be in Monsters University coming out this year. Yep. I mean, what the hell? John Goodman is back, and I think it all has he's to do had with one hell of a career. Well, and I just think it. You were seeing all this resurgence, and I think it really had to do with us talking about him uh, as, as King Ralph on the podcast. You are a hundred percent right. Just saying, this is the, another Ircon bump. It's the power of the podcast. Yep. Hmm. We so should get in touch with him. <laughs> yeah, I'll have his people call our people. Good idea. Anyway, who, we need people. Shit, John, call me. <laughs> Yeah, he downloads, right? I'm sure he does. Um, Okay, so best short film live action. Best short film live action. I have not seen any of these. I have not seen any of these either. Um, So I am going to go with the the Buzzkashi Boys. Okay. Just because I I think that's a badass name. It is a badass name. I I also chose, based on badass name, I chose Death of a Shadow. Okay. There you go. So, so I'm gonna mark yours all here, so I know which ones are the incorrect ones. I'm doing the same, marking yours as the correct oh, ones. Correct <laughs> ones. <laughs> okay. So moving right along, um, you know, just as the Oscars will give that category a whole seven seconds on air, we will give it the same amount of time on our air. Moving along. Best short film animated. So I've actually I saw two of these. We talked I about this of these a little well. bit. Um, obviously, the Paper Man short from the Wreck-It Ralph movie. Mm-hmm. And The Simpsons, The Longest Daycare, I uh, made you watch in preparation really for good. this podcast. Yeah, it was actually really well done. Really good. Yeah. And I'm not a huge Simpsons fan. Uh, you know, it's it, Obviously, you got to give a nod to its longevity and how long it's been doing its thing. But I never think this was... was better than any Simpsons episode I've seen in years. Agreed. Agreed. It's very good. Very, very well done. But I've got to go with... I gotta go with Paperman. Me too. Oh, okay. Yep. Paperman really well done. And I have not seen the others. Uh, Adam and Dog, Fresh Guacamole, although a very excellent name. <laughs> it's a great name. And Head Over Heels. Wasn't that the name of our uh, of our band, Fresh Guacamole? <laughs> yeah. Uh, best documentary, short subject. I've seen none of these. Okay. So I um I did look at the trailers for these. Mm-hmm. So I, I am a little more prepared. 
um, for documentary than I was for a short film. I don't film. like preparing. I don't like the working and the stuff that you have to do. Uh, okay, so Innocente. Okay. It's about a homeless kid. All right, no. All right, who paints her face. Oh, maybe. Uh, <laughs> I, love, I love how that turned it all around. Wait a minute, 180. Wait a minute. What, she paints her face? That could go well, over really well. My vote. All right, all right. Uh, King's Point. It's about an old folks' home, okay. about old people, and you know how they're sounds not like dead yet. Course. So, sounds like a what? Sounds like a golf course. Yeah, they don't trust me. They're not playing any golf there. Okay. Uh, okay. Mondays at Racine, which is a cancer story about women who get their hair cut at this place that gives them free haircuts on Mondays for cancer patients. Okay. Um, Open Heart, which is about heart surgery in Africa. This. This one uh, heart center that they have to send these kids in these, you know, in the third world countries in Zimbabwe and Uganda and Ghana uh, to decide which ones are actually going to be able to go to get heart surgery that are, are funded, obviously, by donors. And uh, actually really interesting. Um, and then the last one, which I also thought was really interesting, called Redemption, mm-hmm. which is about canners in New York City. So people that. They're they all they do is they grab cans and bottles and recycle because huh. New York because New York City gives them five cents. So oh, okay. it's all about it's this recession story. It's about people that are trying to give a better life and they're they're it's the the Kramer plan getting the recycled bottles and cans. There you go. They're just they're just uh you know rehashing an old idea. Trying oh, to get I'm glad it. I know what it's about now <laughs> since I picked it. There you go. So you picked redemption. I picked uh, open heart. Open heart. Okay. All right, so uh, Nicholas going with the canners, not going a great choice. Good to know. <laughs> All right, best documentary feature. Okay. All right, I started to do the same thing uh, with uh, short subject, but I went with the first. Uh, I looked at the first one and then I decided that was the one I was voting for. So then I didn't do any more work. Wow. Okay. Must have been powerful. Yeah. So I voted for Searching for Sugar Man. Which was uh, about this these two guys searching for this musician. So one musician I'm in, and two in Cape Town, which I'm hopefully going to be visiting later this summer, South Africa. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's right. So uh, I had to go with searching for Sugar Man, and I have no idea what the rest of them were about. Although I uh, was initially intrigued by How to Survive a Plague. Yeah, that's the only one that I have heard the title of before. So that's the one. I oh, heard. and I actually do know what that is about, though. I did I did Google that or Wikipedia that, so I. I I was lying a little bit there when I said I didn't do any further work. You're a dirty liar. <laughs> a dirty liar. Uh, How to Survive a Plague is about the HIV-AIDS epidemic uh, in the early 80s. So, um, sounds okay. sounds promising. But uh, I had to go with sh- Searching for Sugar Man. Cool. What about you? I went with the, uh, the plague. Oh, okay. You went with the plague. You went with the plague. Okay. Plague and... <laughs> League will not win. <laughs> okay. I just doomed them. Okay. <laughs> Best achievement in visual effects. Would you like to read the nominees? I would love to. <clears throat> Your nominees are The Avengers, The Hobbit, Part 1. Part 1 of 7. Part 1 of 7. An Unexpected Journey, Life of Pi, Prometheus, and Snow White and the Huntsman. Yeah, I had to go with the Avengers here. Yeah? Just because I feel like they've got to win. They're going to win one Oscar, I think. And the Hulk. I mean, 
Was he hulking? The Hulk was hulking, and I just I, you loved the film, and I'm gonna give it to Hulk the Hulk win Oscar. Hulk win Oscar. Hulk smash everyone else in category. So what about you? Did you go for the Hobbit? N- no. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, if I had seen it in 2D first, I might have been able to go for the Hobbit, but I went for uh, Prometheus. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I another... saw Prometheus. It's it's a good movie. It's not a great movie, but the visual effects are really good. I enjoy, I enjoy the thinking aspect of it. I enjoy, mm-hmm. you know, there's I, some plot holes, but well, if you can look past those, yeah. But I think good. just thinking about who were those people that came there and yep. what were they doing there and what does that mean about life? I mean, I, I don't know. I, I enjoy those kind of movies from time to time. You know, yeah. you can't. They can't all be Fast and Furious, and they uh, can't all be that quality. Exactly. So I mean, sometimes you want to sit down, Thinking Man's movie, and I think Prometheus was good. I think it. You know, obviously, it didn't do exactly what people wanted it to do in terms of a prequel to Alien, but it presented a lot of options for the future of that franchise. So I don't know. It's good enough. Not bad. Not bad at all. Yeah. Uh, okay. So you went with the incorrect pick of Prometheus. Okay. Yes, I sure did. Best achievement in sound editing. We sound have Argo. We have Django Unchained. We have Life of Pi, Skyfall, and Zero Dark Thirty. Your selection, please. I've seen two of these, and I went with the one that had, in my opinion, better sound editing. I went with Django Unchained. Ooh, I also went with Django Unchained. So Boom. it looks like you actually got one right I there. I got one right. So I'm, I'm, sh- I got two out of there. You already. There you go, Sweet. man. All right. Shall we do sound mixing? Sure. Go right ahead. All right. We got Argo. We got Le Miserable. We got Life of Pi, Lincoln, and Skyfall. All right, I went with Argo here. I went with Les Mis. Okay, you have not seen the movie yet. You voted for them, so let's take your yes. word. Yep, exactly. let's take your word. All right, on that, everyone, exactly. everyone, listen to Nick. I've he did seen not one of those films, and I didn't pick it. Yeah, you're like, I saw the Broadway film, so uh, I'm gonna pick it yeah. for sound mix. Actually, actually, off Broadway at um, <laughs> off Broadway, in, off, in, off, in, off, 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 off Broadway at um at JMU. At the <laughs> What's the at, in, in at JMU? Yeah, yeah, yeah at in, Wilson Hall. At Wilson Hall in Harrisonburg. <laughs> no, it's not even at Wilson Hall. It's in that little. Uh, it was in theater too. Yeah, there you go. There it is, theater too. The off, off, off Broadway. It was and at the, uh, it was at uh, Grafton Stone. And then did you go to Luigi's afterwards? Yeah, we did. We went for pizza after. It was great with the cast. Excellent, excellent. They were all students. So. Oh, it's like that dinner with friends, right? They used to do those uh, what well, those documentaries on like HBO or BBC. Uh, yeah, where they you know you go out with the cast after you go out with the, with the celebrities and everyone's at dinner. Well, you went out to dinner with uh, OAR one time. Uh, yeah, but that was a story for a different time. Yeah, it was. We didn't really go out to dinner. We saw them out out afterwards drinking. I like it better um, the way I tell it. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, and it gets better every year, too. <laughs> it does. It gets much more. You guys, like, hung out with him for, like, a week, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean I'm mean, i the godfather of his son. It was amazing. An amazing week. Yeah, amazing every year week. he sends me tickets, and I'm like, dude, I don't, I'm not going to go to your concert anymore. I'm working that week. <laughs> I have a real job. They're so desperate for your attention. It's ridiculous. <laughs> they should be because their music sucks now. Ouch. I, oh, I love OAR. You know how much how much I love OAR, the early stuff when we were in college and you know, even maybe a couple years after, but their last two or three albums have just I mean, it's been so commercial and I don't know it's necessarily their fault. I mean, they're probably getting pressured into that to have stuff that's well, really competing. If they're not gonna listen to your suggestions, then I don't know. Their own fault. Well, and just keep playing their old stuff. I don't see there's anything wrong with that. Nope. Okay, so, Best Achievement in Music, written for motion pictures. 
original song. You ready for these? I'm ready. Chasing Ice. Uh, what the, the song, hell is that? I, I don't know. But the song is Before My Time. Les Mis, the song is Suddenly. Life of Pi, Pi's Lullaby. Skyfall, Skyfall by Skyfall for Skyfall. <laughs> and Ted, apparently, Seth MacFarlane got nominated for Everybody Needs a Best Friend. I haven't seen Ted, but I heard it was very funny. It it was funny, but it was almost like a little too over the top. I don't know. It was it was a little extreme. I mean, you know, when you're dealing with Seth MacFarlane, and maybe that's another thing we haven't touched on is the fact that he's hosting the Oscars. Oh, he's totally going to throw it. And so I guarantee you that uh, Ted and Mark Wahlberg are making an appearance uh, at this event. So, of course. Uh, I don't know. I mean, Ted, yeah, it was funny, but it was it was really raunchy. I mean, really raunchy. So if you're like that, then, I mean, go did for they, it. Did they go blue? They went blue with the humor. <laughs> they, they went they went everywhere they could plus some. So, I mean, hats off to only get the R rating there. Boom. Uh, I went with Skyfall. I went with Skyfall for Skyfall. Excellent. The the lame is the only other movie I've or I've seen Ted, but I don't know that that song the song's kind of yeah. Apparently, Oscar worthy. Asking somebody, I was like, um, how's it an original song if the play's been around for like because that's that was the one new song. Yeah, they wrote one new song, and it was literally about thirty seven seconds of the movie. That's a shame. It was like a car. It was a carriage ride when. he was going to find her, I guess, going to the town to find her, and they play it after she di- after Anne Hathaway dies. Spoiler alert! Oh, you just um. It. So then they play the song for like not even a minute, and it's like that's the original song that was nominated for an Oscar. Wow. So yeah, yeah. so I can't vote for that. So voted for uh, Skyfall. So we both went Skyfall for Skyfall by Skyfall. Awesome. Thanks, Skyfall. Yay! Thanks, Skyfall. Best achievement in music written for motion picture, uh, original score basically original best original score. Original score. Uh, we have Anna uh, Kar- Karina. Karina. Is that Karina. Karina. It's Russian. Okay. Is that whatever? <laughs> I'm still pissed. You know, I'm still uh, I'm still fighting the the 1980 Olympic team down with Russia. They wow. they said some bad things about us after we won. Wow, the miracle on ice. Yeah, you know they said it wasn't a miracle at all. <laughs> <laughs> they called Al Michaels a liar. Uh, Argo. That's where I draw the line. Yeah, yeah. Al Michaels. He's a he's a gentleman and a scholar. <laughs> he is neither of those things. <laughs> but he does have a comb over. Yeah, he does. Uh, so Anna Karenina. Uh-huh. Uh, Argo. I think she's Anna, is she a character on the Americans? I think yes. So. Okay. Yes. Argo. Life of Pi. Lincoln and Skyfall. And I also went with Skyfall here. Uh, I having seen only one of these, I went with Life of Pi. Oh, okay, incorrect, but okay. All right, so moving up to best achievement in makeup and hairstyling. Yo, and uh, we've got three choices here. We've got Hitchcock, which I had never heard of. You've never heard of Hitchcock? He was a director. Well, I've heard of him. I just oh. never heard of the movie Hitchcock. I saw a trailer for it uh, online. It I don't know. Didn't look great to me. Uh, The Hobbit. And Lee Miz. And I actually think uh, I'm going to vote for The Hobbit here. Oh, cool. I just think, okay. you know, in terms of, you know, setting story aside, setting annoyance that it's three movies aside, 
uh, setting the ridiculousness of uh, 48 frames per second. Uh, I think the Ooh. makeup was uh, r- done really well, and the hairstyling of the orcs and uh, <laughs> and Gandalf was just absolutely amazing. Spot on. So I say for Gandalf's hair, uh, Hobbit. Okay, well, okay, that's your correct uh, assessment. I went with Les Mis for uh, Anne Hathaway's dirty face. There you go. Again, late, again, and and we'll get into this with with Anne Hathaway and her nomination. She's in the movie for like six minutes. Yeah, if you've never seen Les Mis or don't know the story, Anne Hathaway's character dies really quick. So six, I like, just ruined it for you. Six but, minutes. Um, I'm like, seriously, she's yeah. she's done with. I have another two hours left to watch this movie, and yeah. she's getting a best supporting actor nomination. The movie is not about her at all. Mm. Not even close to being about her. So, all right. So you went with Les Mis. Okay. I went with Les Mis. Yeah. All right, got you there. You got you have Les Mis now in uh, a number of categories. Yeah, two or three, I think. I, think, I don't know. I guess. Hey, are we so. supposed to be writing down which ones we pick? I'm writing down which ones you pick because awesome. I I can't trust you with that. <laughs> I'm editing the podcast. Exactly. So I gotta have I gotta have a backup to the backup. Have some sort of. Uh, yeah, we gotta have the checks and balances, don't they? Have uh, they, the Oscars have Ernst and Young balance of power? Yeah, yeah. We get, uh, or yeah. KPMG or or. Or toilet and douche, or I mean, excuse me, Deloitte. Um, that uh, you know, so we've got to have our own checks and balances. So that's right. Exactly. I'm I'm checking your balances. You're checking my balances. <laughs> oh, that's dangerous. <laughs> Tapestries. Uh, <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, best achievement. Now cost- I gotta watch that. Movie. <laughs> best and why not? I tell you, just don't just don't uh, drink every time you hear the word grail. Oh, that's a story for a whole different night. <laughs> Best achievement in costume design: Eric Conner, uh-huh. uh Les Mis, uh, Lincoln, Mirror, Mirror, and Snow White and the Huntsman. What's with all the Snow White? Yeah, aren't Mirror, Mirror, and Snow White and the Huntsman the same movie? It's this. Well, it's a different movie, but same premise, and they're both terrible. <laughs> I didn't see Mirror, Mirror, but I'm just extrapolating the fact that Snow White and the Huntsman wasn't good, and so I'm giving Mirror, Mirror the same, not good. Awesome. All right. Uh, I went with Lincoln here. Haven't seen Lincoln. Actually, want to see Lincoln, but probably won't before Sunday. But I feel like creating those those costumes uh are probably pretty difficult. So I'm gonna go with uh, Joanna Johnston for Lincoln. All right, I went with Les Mis. Oh, you went with the Karenina. Yeah, I saw the uh, trailer and I saw a couple videos about it, and the costumes look amazing. Amazing boss. The movie I heard kind of sucked, but the costumes. Look but really the good. costumes, something has to be done about something, the movie. Something has to be done about your kids. Uh, um, okay, best achievement in production design. We got Anna Karenina, The Hobbit Part One A: An Unexpected Journey, Les Mis, Life of Pi, and Lincoln. So, riddle me this. Okay. What is? What do they consider production design? I don't really know. Wow, you are no help at all. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna find out here. Okay. Uh, production design. Okay. Um. Wow, you are Bad not. Air. You're not giving me anything. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm, no, I'm talking to Wikipedia now. That's oh, not all okay. about you. Okay. Oh. Oh. Uh. Yeah. The I Academy Award for Best premise. Production Design recognizing recognizes achievement in art direction on a film. So I guess it's like taking storyboards or story and making it actually putting it all. We have several friends that are listening to this right now and they are cringing. Why? Because they probably know. They know what production design is? Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I just, I don't know. I'm not in the movie business. I want to know specifically because you get a lot of these categories, you know, sound editing, sound mixing, production design, you know, editing, cinematography. Best picture. Yeah. What do you mean by picture? Because (laughs) seriously, these are movies. Well, to be fair, it does say motion. I mean, I take good pictures all the time. Why don't I ever get nominated? I don't know. That's like a really good one in London. I never got nominated. Took some good ones in San Francisco. Yeah, Yeah, St. Paul's Cathedral. Hell yeah. Yeah. That was a difficult, muy difícil. Anyway, so production production design. design. (laughs) So even though I have no idea specifically what they're looking for, I'm going to go with Les Mis. Okay, sweet. I went with Lincoln. Okay. Not Anna Karenina? Nope. No, they got costumes. Uh, yeah, that's enough. You get one Oscar. You get one. Quit your bitching. Uh, let's see. Best achievement in editing. Uh, we got Argo, Life of Pi, Lincoln, Silver Linings Playbook, and Zero Dark Thirty. I've seen none of these films. Well, I've so seen I went with uh, Zero Dark Thirty. I also went with Zero Dark Thirty. Damn you! Sweet. Damn you to hell! I've got three right ones. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know that's the key right now. At this point, you, you know you're trying to get all the same ones I am, and then. And then you'd probably be good if some of those other ones flip your way. Yep. Uh, best achievement in cinematography. So you've got Anna Karenina. Man, you're getting voted a lot. <laughs> Django Unchained, Life of Pi, Lincoln, and Skyfall. I went with Life of Pi here. I really wanted to go with Django because I loved how it was shot, but I went with Lincoln. Okay. All right. So You said Life of Pi? I did say Life of Pi. I thought I thought Life Pie is going to get something. Skyfall was pretty too, but I think Skyfall was pretty, but I think they looking they're looking for more of a grander scope in cinematography. Um, so I think they're going to go with something that's not Lincoln. So there, uh, best foreign language film of the year. This is this is uh, a nod to some of our Golden Globes where yep. we talked about that, and not all of I, them. I think I picked Contiki for the Golden Globe. Ooh, I picked Contiki for the Oscars. Yeah, I picked Amor. Okay. All right. No more for you, Contiki for me. Yeah, Contiki. Remember that? That was about uh, it's, it's from Norway. It was an expedition about... from yeah the the Netherlands to uh, South America or I don't Asia somewhere. I don't know. Go back and listen to the episode if you want to know what it's about. Yeah. Go back. Yeah. What was that? That was the Golden Globes episode. Golden Globes. Episode. There you go. Download, re-download, and listen like it was the yeah. first time. Go back and listen to it. Best oh, best crazy. animated feature film of the year. Yes. Is it Brave? Is it Frankenweenie? Is it Paranorman? Is it the Pirates Band of Misfits? Or is it Wreck It Ralph? And as much as I like Wreck It Ralph, I gotta give it to Brave. Yep. Uh, obviously, I think Brave's gonna win it. Great I mean, film. female lead. It was. I don't know. I wouldn't call it a great film. I'd listen to Kelly McDonald read the phone book. Is that who did the voice for? Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I didn't think it was a great film. I thought it was a good film, but I think having the female lead is gonna give it the boost. And uh, I think it wins, especially in a weak category where I mean, I really think the Wreck-It Ralph is probably number two, but I don't even think that wins the hearts of of the Academy. Nope. So, all right. So we both got brave there. Uh, Best writing screenplay based on material previously published. Yay. Yay. Something's already out there and we stole it and made it a movie. Uh, Argo. Written by the CIA. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Or or so you think. Uh, Oh. Well, it's it's funny with that, you know, with the storyline because they actually had to, you know, the CIA denied any involvement in that for years, mm-hmm. and that was how they, you know, because that was their, that was how they kind of went got away with it with the Canadian government is that 
they allow the Canadians to take credit for it. Right. So interest, very interesting, but, but it's a really interesting movie. I didn't know a ton about it cause I was so young, obviously when that happened. So I don't remember that. Um, uh, but it was really interesting to see how long these people went through that, that ordeal. So I recommend going to see Argo immediately. Immediately. Uh, if not for, uh, you know, the interplay between Alan Arkin, John Goodman and, uh, Ben Affleck. Very, very choice. Um, oh. and Tate Donovan, your, your friend and mine, Tate Donovan's in that. Donovan. You don't even know what who have I seen him in. Uh, he was on uh, a few episodes of Friends as uh, Rachel's significant other. He was nope. the voice of Hercules in the nope. Disney animated feature. Um, he was uh, in the movie Love Potion Number no. Nine. Nope. With Sandra Bullock. Look at me. I'm just rolling these off my tongue, and yeah, you are. I'm not even IMDbing that. <laughs> but you know who Tate Donovan is. Come on. I think I know who that is. Trust me, trust me. You know who Tate Donovan is. Let me let me pull this here and see. Um, oh, he was in oh, he was in Shooter. No, you don't know. He was in Good Night and Good Luck. I didn't see that, but maybe you, that. maybe good. you did. Uh, he was in. Wow, he's really not in a lot of good stuff. I'm sorry, Tate. <laughs> <laughs> Man, he's gonna stop listening to this. But look at that, Friends '98, Hercules '99. Man, he had a good year. Mm-hmm. 97 he, he was had a great year. <laughs> 97 he was on Ally McBeal. Man, those late 90s Tate was on oh, top of the world. He was the man in the late 90s. Oh my god, he got so much pussy in 99. <laughs> wow. Oh, and he's on that show Deception that's probably going to get canceled. Did all right, nice aside, did you uh, ever watch any um episodes uh, or the episode of Do No Harm? Which got the lowest rating of any scripted show in network history. Really? It, it was, cr- it got like a point something and they didn't even do a second episode, I don't think. I don't think they aired the next episode. It was bad. It was very bad. It was about a guy who was kind of like a Jekyll Hyde. He has a split personality and. Oh, I'm going to have to watch that. He's one guy during, he's like a doctor, a surgeon during the day, but then this other part of him comes out at night and then he wakes up the next day and he doesn't know what happened. And so it's all about him trying to. I think I saw commercials for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you won't see another one. So that's awesome. I'm going to have to check that out. <laughs> yeah. Super cool. So, so yeah, so no more do no harm. Um, <laughs> okay. So best writing screen. <laughs> yeah. So does everyone, everyone follow me there that how I went from Argo to uh, Hercules? Um, Argo, Beast of the Southern Wild, Life of Pi, Lincoln, and Silver Linings Playbook, and I went with Argo. I went with Beasts of the Southern Wild. Okay, tell me Which what that I really want to see. Tell me what so it's about. It's about um a little girl and her dad, I believe, and they live down south of New Orleans, like right on the Gulf. And there's like a hurricane. I don't know all the. I I haven't seen it, obviously. Hurricane but, Katrina. Um, uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Wow. Okay. You're just a wealth of knowledge tonight. It looks good, though. It looked really good. The trailer looked good. I'm sure it does. Every trailer looks good. They they in a minute and forty seconds they want you to go see the movie. Have you seen? Well, it didn't work. <laughs> Touche. Touche. Uh, best writing screenplay written so that so I went with Argo. You went with Beasts of the Southern Wild for oh, uh, uh for previously produced and uh you know copied material. Um, best writing, uh, written directly for the screen. So this is of your own accord. You actually had some thought put into it and you didn't steal from somebody else. Uh, the nominees are Amour, Django Unchained, Flight, 
Moonrise Kingdom and Zero Dark Thirty. I went with Django. I'm sure that that may be where you went. I I wanted to. Mm. I I I love Django, but I think that they might give it to Zero Dark Thirty. Okay. Interesting aside, there's a nice article. I'm sure you can just Google it. It's been a, uh, through a couple different outlets. I think I saw it on Entertainment Weekly. I saw it on Slash Film, where a couple of the agents, the actual uh, officers, the SEALs or whatever, the range, Army Rangers, whatever the guys were that were going in there. Uh, SEAL Team 6. Is that what it was, SEAL Team 6? So there you go. Nope. Um, they uh, talked about what that movie got wrong and how they changed a lot of stuff. And now, obviously, you know it's it's based on a true story, so then they... There's some liberties there, but there was a quite a bit of stuff that was not correct or was not even just like added in, but was just blatantly wrong that they just told, they just totally went a different direction with. So I thought that was interesting. I'm glad I didn't see that till after I watched the movie. Yeah, definitely want to see the movie. But, but, uh, but yeah, watch the movie and then grab, you know, then Google that article. I think it's just like, you know, things zero dark 30 got wrong and they'll talk about that. But I thought it was an interesting read, um, about, you know, how, where where you have to go in terms of a based on a true story and what that actually means it just really just means that it happened right it doesn't mean that this right, is exactly. this this is the story of what happened it just means this story happened and we're going to tell a compelling and hopefully our yeah our our money making hollywood version of it please go see it and then download it and then tell your friends about it on the podcast yeah there's still even if it's based on a true story at the end they're still going to say in the credits the, any likeness to persons living or dead is purely coincidental. Yep. So okay. there you go. So uh, did we? Okay, you went zero dark thirty. I went Django. Yep. All right. Uh, next category. Achievement in directing. Best director. We yeah, best director. We've got. Uh, you don't need to get all fancy. Uh, you don't need to get all fancy with it. Uh, the guy who directed a more. <laughs> the guy. The Michael guy. Anarchy. Hi- I don't know. Sure, Hanky. Hanky, yes, um, Hanky. Uh, Ang Lee for Life of Pi. Okay. David O. Russell for Silver Linings Playbook. Steven Spielberg is he like a new guy? I don't. I, I don't recognize that name. Ever directing? I don't know. For Lincoln, seems kind of a common name. Yeah, it's very common. And Ben Zeitlin for Beasts of the Southern Wild. And I went with the little-known new director Steven Spielberg for Lincoln. I really, really, really wanted to vote for David O. Russell here. Silver Linings Playbook is a very, very good film. I've heard it's really, and really it, good. And uh, like our friend Jim uh, mentioned on Twitter, it do, it gets better uh, you know, every time you see it. And I've only seen it once, and I know it's like, and I've seen it replay like some seg- segments of it and, and excerpts of it. And it's like, man, I really want to see that again. I want to see that again. And, and just remembering how much I enjoyed it the first time. So, it, you know, I definitely would recommend, uh, number one, Go, you know, see Argo. Number two, see Silver Linings Playbook. I mean, those are two movies that are going to clean up. are going to win a, a few awards, and uh, I would really recommend it. I don't, I don't think you can go wrong with either of those two films. Go see him. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I really wanted to, but I just don't think the Academy is going to go that way. I think they're going to, you know, with with obviously the the big uh, talk in this category is Ben Affleck getting the snub. Uh, after he yeah. obviously was nominated and won, he won uh, the Golden Globe, and I also believe he won the SAG Award for Best Director. That's right. And uh, but for was somehow left out of the Best Director nominations for the Oscars. So I think uh, 
our good friend and uh, the unknown Steven Spielberg is probably going to capitalize on that with Lincoln. It'll be nice to see him get some recognition. Yeah, you know, it's just he's always uh, always a bridesmaid, never a bride. <laughs> so we went together on that one. Yeah, oh, it's did. cute, super cute. Oh, it's adorable. Oh. All right, so best performance by an actress in a supporting role. Okay. We got uh, Amy Adams for The Master. And if you've seen The Master, you'll know that Amy Adams was very supporting in this role. You know what? I don't even need to see The Master to know that Amy Adams is very nice. But I'm sure you're making some kind of sexual innuendo. There is a scene where she supported the heck out of him. Uh, Sally Field for Lincoln. Anne Hathaway for Les Mis. Helen Hunt for The Sessions. And Jackie Weaver for Silver Linings Playbook. Hmm. I went with Anne Hathaway. I went with Anne Hathaway as well. Okay, so you know that six minutes of screen time was enough to get her the Oscar. Yep. Boom. Best Boom. performance by an actor in a supporting role. Alan Arkin, Argo, De Niro for Silver Linings, Philip Seymour Hoffman for The Master, Tommy Lee Jones for Lincoln, Christoph Waltz for Django Unchained. And just as I did with the Golden Globes, and uh, maybe you'll start taking some uh, advice from me because uh, I'm pretty sure that did, did he win for best Golden Globe? I, I don't remember. I think so. Oh, okay. I didn't remember I that. So. I'm gonna vote for Christoph Waltz for Django Unchained, fresh off the heels of his Saturday Night Live performance, which was awesome. Django. What was I it? Je- Jesus Unchained. Jesus Uncrossed. Uncrossed. There it is. <laughs> Jesus Uncrossed. Love it. Love it. Yeah, that was pretty. Like that was that pretty was hardcore. So I mean, he was he was going around with the with his cross like a cross on his back and the he's he's like I'm back, bitches. (laughs) Oh man, oh gosh, that was intense. Oh yeah, I also went with Christoph Waltz. Excellent, excellent. So he's finally starting to learn something there. Finally starting to wise up a little bit. All right, I don't even remember who I said for Golden Gloves, but I don't remember. But yeah, they didn't. uh, You know, uh, spoiler alert: they didn't win. I'm not putting an alert in there. Oh, okay. Because it already happened. <laughs> oh. Uh, best performance by an actress in a leading role. And I touched on this uh, a little while ago. But this is going to be uh, quite a little conundrum. You've got Jessica yeah, Chastain they... for Zero Dark Thirty, who won a Golden Globe for uh, Best Actor Actress in a Drama. Mm-hmm. And then you've got Jennifer Lawrence for Silver Linings Playbook, who won for Best Actress in a Comedy for the Golden Globe. So yeah. they're now nominated because this category is all inclusive. Uh, along with, uh, we won't want to forget the other lovely ladies, Emmanuel Riva for Amour, uh, uh-huh. someone I don't know uh-huh. how to pronounce uh-huh. her name, Wallace. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, what? For Beasts of the Southern Wild. Yeah, this this girl is like six years old or something. Cavancier, Cavancier. Yeah. Or is that Emmeline Riva? Who's six years no, old? No, 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 the 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 girl from Beasts of the Southern Wild. Oh, Cavancier Wallace. And uh, and Naomi oh, Watts. That was a borderline hate crime, right? <laughs> oh, wow, really? I don't, I've never met her. How can I hate her? Um, oh, Naomi Watts for The Impossible, which I have no idea what that is. I didn't but, even know that that was a movie. There you go. You do now. Uh, so here here's the problem: is that as uh, as I mentioned earlier, Jessica Chastain, phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal in Zero yeah. Dark Thirty, and Jennifer Lawrence was exceptional in Silver Linings. But having seen both of these films, uh-huh. uh I've got to give the edge to Jennifer Lawrence. I think the I think the Academy is going to go more for, and this is my opinion, you know, a character that they can really start to identify with and really get on board with, and really feel something for. And I think you really do that with 
um, that Jennifer Lawrence really pulls that character across the screen to the to people in the audience. Whereas with Jessica Chastain, she did a great job in her role, but it's more stoic and more mm-hmm. calculated, um, you know, more action oriented stuff. So I don't know that that necessarily translate to what the Academy is looking for. In just my opinion. So I, I'm going to go with uh, Jennifer Lawrence there. Well, having not seen either of those movies, I went with Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, bastard. <laughs> thought I could get that one on you because I really think she's going to win. I would go double or nothing on that. I think I really, I really feel strongly about Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, okay. Best actor in a leading role. Yep. Bradley Cooper for Silver Linings. Daniel Day Lewis for Lincoln. Hugh Jackman for Les Mis. Joaquin Phoenix for The Master and Denzel for Flight. Yeah, your selection, that, please. Um, that four of these gentlemen, as good as their performances were, um, anytime Daniel Day Lewis is nominated for Best Actor, now you, you're kind of screwed. So, Why, really? Uh, well, how many times has he been nominated? Well, not that often because he's so picky about which roles he takes. He he won for my le- he won for my left foot, right? Uh, I think so. And what didn't else? He win for uh, um, Last- there will be blood. Oh, did he win for that? Or last? Did he, he didn't win for Last of the Mohicans. <laughs> I, I don't remember. It wasn't that great a movie. He was good in it, but it was not. But he was. But he was the last of them. Shouldn't I get some kind of award? Um, let's see. Let's see. Uh, no, not so much. Um, I don't know. I'm just, I'm still I think he has that. two. I think he has two uh, uh, awards. So he's I, just so good. Mm-hmm. He's just amazingly good. Well. It, Long story short, I picked Daniel Day Lewis. Well, you know what? I also picked Daniel Day Lewis, so Boom. you can take that to the bank. Take it to the bank. There you go. Put I really also, I also, I I did want to vote for Bradley Cooper, but I just don't think they're going to give that to him in a category no. with Daniel Day Lewis and Hugh Jackman, and even Denzel did a really nice job. It's, it's kind of a shame because Bradley Cooper, like, he's as funny as he is. He's done. You know, a couple of serious roles here and there, and he's really good. Yeah, I think he's really turning a corner, and and uh, I think that it's he's got a lot of range, and I think people just see yeah. him for that, you know, the Hangover movies and um and what he does there. But uh, did I think you see the second Hangover. I have not seen the second Hangover yet. Do not see okay. the second Hangover. You know, they're making a third Hangover. Oh God! So I don't know how it could be worse than the second. Mm, that sucks because the first one's really good. The first one was really good. They took all the. Uh, jokes from the first one and recycled them for the second one, mm. and it still and it still took all the story out. It still took two years to make it. Well, they had to go to Bangkok. Oh, Bangkok, excellent. Um, so yeah, so I, I'm a fan of Bradley Cooper, and uh, yeah, he's he's a good. Actor. I thought he really showed showed something in Silver Linings, which is why you had needed to watch it, and uh, watch it. and there you go. So, um, but we both went with with Lewis there, picking up uh, his third Oscar. Best motion picture of the year. This is it, folks. All right, this is what uh, this is what it all comes down to. This, this is, is what, why you tuned in. This is why you listen to us uh, going bottom to top, yep. and all the nonsense of before that. So uh, here we go. Best motion picture of the year. Will you read the nominees, please? I would be happy to. Your nominees are Amor, Argo, Beasts of the Southern Wild, Django Unchained, The Dia Silent, Les Miserables, Life of Pi. Lincoln, Silver Linings Playbook, and Zero Dark Thirty. You know, you make you bring up a really good point that anytime Django is uh, announced as a nominee, I really think it should be a requirement that they say the D is silent. The D is silent. <laughs> the D is. I mean, who says no? Who says no to that? I 
I don't hear anyone saying no. I don't hear anyone saying no. Okay, let's make it so. Um, okay, so I, I don't think it's uh, any any real shock that, uh, I mean, I've seen, like I said, I've seen five of these movies. Um, you know, I've, I've seen one of them. You have seen one of them. It was uh, Life of Pi, right? You saw Life it of was, Pi? It was Django, The D is Silent, Unchained. Right, 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 right. So um, I went with Argo. I think Argo is, an, is a really, I don't want to say amazing, but I think Argo is a very well done film. I think it's gotten uh, a lot of good critical response. It's won a lot of other awards. And I think it's really well done, really good character development, really good script writing. And uh, it's just a really interesting movie about a really serious you know, time in history that I think a lot of people, especially our age, don't really know a lot about. So I thought it was really good, and I think it should win. I've got some bad news for you, my friend. You son of a bitch. You shut your mouth right now. You did not pick Argo. <laughs> I hate you so much. I hate you so much. There's, <gasps> there's nine freaking movies in this category, and you had to pick yep. my movie that you haven't even seen. Despite your best efforts. I have chosen Argo. Oh my god! And and, and okay, okay. And I'm basis basis for your choice, please. Get- One, two, three, four, five, six. The last six from directing all the way up. We are identical. Excellent. So, explain to me why you chose Argo. Because uh, I think it's going to win. Wow. Let <laughs> let it not be said show. that you don't provide you know provocative and. Uh, informative knowledge yeah. to this I audience. I like to think long and hard about these things. Is that all? And then come up with it. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we call it a night, folks. There we go. And you know what? I think it is because we uh, oh, we were talking on this crazy little radio cast for about an hour and a half and we've got... Uh, we've got a lot of stuff that we covered. We, yeah, um, we've, you got, know, we, we've got a whole slate of Oscar nominees here. And so it's we are. Stuff. Are you doing anything special for Oscar night? Um, getting drunk and tweeting. Excellent. Well, I uh, I, I will drink to that. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, you know, as we talked about earlier, please get us your suggestions for bets. Um, yeah. that we want to go because you, you can already see how different our ballots are. Um, probably more on the. It looks like it may come down to uh to the short films. It um, might come down or to short film, just the live, live action, action, the live action short film, or uh, the best documentary the short best documentary short. So I don't know. Redemption or Open Heart could decide it. And if it comes down to makeup and hairstyling, I uh, I got it in the bag. So uh, do you want us to live tweet GI Joe? Do you want us to have uh, Ian Malcolm dress up time, or is there a, a write in that you, you'd like us to consider? So we're obviously I was trying to keep it movie related, but feel free to step out if uh, you know it's so uh, it so floats your boat. So get those to us at EarConPod hashtag OscarBet, and uh, you know. Looking forward to to a fun Oscar night. Uh, definitely tweet at us. I'm sure it sounds like Nicholas will be uh, active and uh, you know working the the Twitter wire on Sunday night. And yep. uh, we will see you guys soon. Not it won't be a podcast probably next week. I'm going to be uh, taking a little time off, uh, not yeah. for personal this time for work. But uh, we'll get back to you real soon. And uh, you know we'll uh, have more special times together. Yeah, we'll go back over what we did and who won and and uh 
And what's what we're gonna do for our for what I'll be end up doing for our losing the oh I can't wait I can't wait to talk about that be great so uh, for for Nicholas this is Brandon hope you guys enjoyed this and uh, good luck if you're making your own picks for it and uh, hopefully be a good fun uh, Oscar podcast and uh, if you got questions you know hit them our way we'll see what we can do about it but uh, until then stay classy listeners.